Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do we have a Cloak and Dagger trailer? Is there an Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer? And hey, might we talk Avengers Infinity War spoilers? Yes! This is Marvel Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. Excelsior yes! to you, our merry Marvelites. We're here. That Ten was years the, in the longest making. week of our collective <laughs> wow. spoiler-filled lives. Yes. I felt like a leper. I felt like every. You, know that, you remember in ET when they're in those hazmat suits, and anytime anyone would come up to be like, "Hey, have you seen Infinity War?" I just had to be like. I, I will acknowledge yeah. the question, but They're nothing like, more. I have no idea what you mean. What is this war that isn't an infinity? <laughs> I've heard of it, but now we're here and we're going to talk full spoilers. We're going to deep dive. You are, yes. this is your last, no, we'll warn you many times, but we're warning you. This is it, you guys. We are the Marvel Movie News. We are coming to you live from Titan. This is episode 178. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us at Marvel Movie News. You can find us at YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN, at the Popcorn Talk, at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, and if you retweet a link of the show whilst we are live, and Anthony in the booth will retweet you. Guys, we made it. I'm alive. You're all alive. We're <laughs> living in a post-Thanos uh, snap world. And, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait to see how the Marvel Universe recovers from all this. So I just tech nine my way through that so we can actually have as much time as we can with the spoilers because we are going to deep dive into the madness. But first, we have an incredible lineup today joining us. How we doing, man? How we doing, Mark? I'm good. How are you guys? This so is super excited. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself to people. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of our uh, listeners are podcast people. We do it both ways. I, uh, I appreciate the podcast people who go both ways. My name is, <laughs> is Mark Bernardin. I'm the co-host of Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith. I write for sci-fi. I write television. I uh, am almost writing movies. I'm a journalist. I'm a nerd. And I'm here. And I'm happy. Nice. And friend of the show, Mr. Ryan Sands. Hey, hey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Ryan Sands. A quiet storm. With Ryan Sands. Soft and warm. The quiet storm. Ryan Sands, also known as Jeffrey Wilder from Marvel's Runaways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yes, I'm Markia McCarty. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. uh, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Obviously this show and Collider Heroes. Uh, Can I just say... um, Ryan sets the standard for Marvel parents, and <laughs> Mark strode in like a chocolate colossus. Uh, when he came thank you very much. Been waiting my entire week for that. I, <laughs> so I love this panel because I'm a giant fan of both of these gentlemen's shows, and it is very cool to sit amongst people that I consider like titans of the comic industry to discuss <laughs> the titan of movies about the oh, comic man. industry. We're tiny titans. We can be tiny yeah. titans. <laughs> I'm very excited to talk spoilers, but first... Our associate producer, where can they find you on the internet, Miss Amy? Hi, yes, my name is Amy Cassandra Martinez. You can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ, and I am in the chat, so join us. So yes. we have. Did you introduce yourself? Oh, and I thank you. I was so hyped. Yeah. Because I always forget. <laughs> I always forget. I'm the most selfless host. Uh, I'm Koi Jandro at C O Y J A N D R E A U on this show, on Heroes, on the internet, on Instagram, on my Instagram show, and I 
Uh, this was the pinnacle of, of achievement in nerddom, and I'm so glad of a Marvel show for this week and this show, because good I God. Know. Oh my goodness. And we actually have a gift from the world yes. of Marvel. So I noticed in the chat room, people were asking, oh, hey, where's Iron Manos? Oh, hey, where's, uh, you know, such and such and all the toys and everything? Well, that's because uh, Taylor Lambert from Disney has once again sent us a awesome box full of Infinity War yeah. stuff. So, Jet. while we're talking <laughs> Infinity War and facts, I'm going to open this bad boy and I can't help it. I'm going to dump it on the desk. Yeah, so. You do what you got to do. Yeah. So, while that is happening, I'm going to read a list of giant record-breaking moments that happened with this one weekend of Infinity War because it's a new story in itself, but to add a visual element and a sound design, we're going to dive into In One Weekend... Infinity War is the number three movie in the Avengers. In one weekend, it is the 88th all-time domestic. All-time. In one weekend. It is the 88th. That is absurd. That's so much money. Uh, It is the number nine movie of the year already. It is the number one worldwide opening of all time. It beat Force Awakens. It did it. It earned it. 18 movies in, I'd say. Number 19. Let's, Let's give it that. Uh, it is the number two for an opening weekend, number one uh, single Saturday and single Sunday, number two theater average for wide releases, Force Awakens beat it there. It is number one opening weekend, April and spring, and it is the number one PG-13 of all time. There are 67 total records it broke to get to the titan of industry it is, and it is also the fastest movie to $250 million of all time in less than three days. Holy crap! There's so many toys in here. <laughs> it's awesome. I actually have to take a couple out. Okay, it's right, happening. How, how do you think Ant Man versus the Wasp is going to stack up to those records? <laughs> oh, let go. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at yes. this. Infinity. Oh, this glaive. I got Proxima Midnight. Oh. Thor. Ooh. Angel Pirate. Woo. Nice. Wow. Oh, look at him. We have Stormbreaker. <laughs> Oh, yes. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> Complete with Groot handle. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. He's this awesome. is gorgeous. Oh, I, my God. I got the Josh Brolin toy. <laughs> yeah. This oh, is Abel? It's, yeah, it's from that. <laughs> <laughs> There's from the no Titan country Titan for old men toys. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Titan wow. Hero Series. Uh, Thanos from Avengers Infinity War. This is fantastic. And complete with Infinity Gauntlet. It looks great. Some <laughs> of the cat. live chat said, I guess they don't care about condition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look Ooh, at you. That's awesome. Nice. Bearded Cap's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but he's a little too colorful. He's got the red, white, and blue still on. It's not oh, a nomad He's cat. not a nomad. He's not debadged. He's not debadged. Yeah, I like uh, this uh, this Captain America, uh, Avengers Infinity War, because this mm. it's like, get this man a shield. Oh, he has one. Yeah. <laughs> he's right now. Yeah, he's, he's got the Wakanda oh, shield in there. Thor with Stormbreaker in here. Ooh, got a couple of Ironmans. Iron Man's fantastic. <laughs> okay, and these these uh, little guys, I'm really excited oh, for too. Great. We're actually gonna open a couple of these these bobbleheads. They're mystery ones, so you don't know what you're getting. So <laughs> feel free to open. Green. Me neither. Was was it green in the it's, movie? It's a dark, dark green. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day edition, Black yeah, Widow. That's that's how she made it through. <laughs> Luck of the Irish. <laughs> 
And oh, more adorbs. Look, we have Cole Obsidian. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the big giant looking guy that you uh, see in Infinity War. Isn't and that a so adorable here? To nerd culture that Cole Obsidian has adorbs. Like <laughs> how far yeah. we've come from oh, five Spideys. There's a Cole Obsidian toy. Yeah, right next obsidian. to Ebony Maw. Also looking adorbs. With a little smile. So ridiculous. It kind of looks like E.T. a little bit here for me mystery. when he was. Ooh, so mystery. Yeah, open the mystery. Oh, can you hand me a mystery? Yeah, like, open up the mystery ones. Amy, nice. mystery. Oh, look at the little baby. Ebony look at the little baby. <laughs> <laughs> look at the little baby. Oh, that's mouse. adorable. That's amazing. That's haunting. How cute that is. That, that's I know. Mm. Checking you out, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm hoping for a little Black Panther, but let's see what we get. You got a little Black Panther? You spoke to Chella's name <laughs> and he appeared. I got an Ebony Maw. Oh, look at nice. So many Maws. <laughs> so little time. Hey, Maw. Very cool. <laughs> Actually playing with toys live. Yes. This is what I thought adulthood would be like when I was 11. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, let's uh, go ahead and talk about we Infinity talking, War. Yeah, we can use our hands yeah. and mouths simultaneously. <laughs> so uh, I want to go around the, the, the circle and mm -hmm. basically things you did like, and then we'll go back around and do things we didn't like because there's got to be so much No movie is perfect. Yeah, so. thing, things are flawed. <laughs> um, for me, to start on the things I did like, mm. okay. I really loved that the movie felt like uh, a, a giant size uh, comic. It felt like an annual. It felt like a single issue that you can watch by itself, but you also enjoy more if you've read other issues. Awesome. Like, annuals do that thing where if you read the stuff leading up to it, it's more spectacular. And I really think that this movie accomplished, like, the moment it cut to space to Rubber Band Man, you instantly knew as a comic fan and movie fan we were going to see the Guardians before right. we even saw them, but it didn't feel toned it didn't mm -hmm. feel totally inaccurate and then when you heard the drums of Wakanda just at the mention of them all of those things felt on brand to the movie and I think what the, the Russos did with framing was they shot like other directors had like the, the scene where they're fighting in Scotland felt like Winter Soldier the scenes in space felt like Guardians and then when they were on Titan they were able to make it a very Avengers film and even the Doctor Strange stuff didn't feel like the fact that Iron Man was on the ground and he's a man of science and the mystic yeah. arts was happening above him didn't feel weird and that's a testament what the Russos have built so I loved that and I also appreciated the comedy in the darkness because that movie was a very tricky tone to land after 18 films. So for me, tone, framing, all that was, as a film fan, whoa. How about yourself, uh, I agree that the tonal challenge of this movie was vast and huge. Like how you put 45 some odd characters from disparate universes and disparate stories into the same movie at the same time and have it feel like a single piece. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, like when I, when I came out of this movie, it, uh, it, it, it has some problems. No movie is perfect. Um, but the fact that it exists at all, the fact that it <laughs> operates as entertainment, the fact that it has a cogent storyline, the fact that you can actually trace some emotional sort of through lines through it is remarkable, given the massive job that this movie had to accomplish. Um, the, yeah, just the fact that it exists is, is, is astonishing to me. And that it's enjoyable, and then it's fun, and then it's funny. Um, we'll get to the, the second round of like the, huh? <laughs> but what? And I've never, I've never seen a movie theater get as pin drop quiet as the end of that movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've never seen people who were as just charged, supercharged with storm breaking and yeah. wakanda -ing and shield punching and, and rocket holding be suddenly like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the fact that we all know that these deaths are not permanent. We've mm -hmm. all, th this is not our first rodeo into, into superhero stories. It's not our first time in science fiction where 
death is not the last, it's not the end of any story. Right. But we all still felt it. Like, yes. we know the next movie is going to, you know, absolutely reverse some of this. We know there's a Black Panther 2 coming. You can't mm. not have a Black Panther and have a Black Panther 2. <laughs> <laughs> we cerebrally know all this stuff. But emotionally, the, the end of that movie still packs a wallop. And that's that's something. I think for me, I'm I'm just echoing what Mark just said. The fact that they pulled this thing off so well. I mean, it was a gargantuan task to um, bring together all of these movies that were tonally different. The um, They were able to let these characters be who they were in their own movies, who we've been introduced to, who we fell in love with, and to have them all come together, stay true to, to who they were, but to play a part in this huge story. Um, yeah, just the fact that it exists <laughs> um, is, is incredible. It's an incredible accomplishment. Um, I've said a couple of times, this is probably the fastest two hours and 40 minutes I've ever spent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just from, from, <laughs> from moment to moment to planet to mm-hmm. spaceship to dimension, wherever, just, you know, I was along for that ride and the Russo brothers, like, wow, just, just all props. All props. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will say with this uh, movie, the nerd validation is real. Mm. Like uh, just just about everything, all the way up to um, Itri. Just yeah. <laughs> that's that's a thing. That's that's mainstream now. That's mm. yeah, and that's Peter Dinklage. He's like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the thing that really really got me with this and just kept on like slingshotting me through my emotions was um, how they were so aptly able to go from. Um, victory, yay, ha-ha, we got this. Oh, I'm laughing, I'm enjoying myself to fetal position crying mm-hmm. because I just got, you know, punched in my nerd, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. And and they did this so incredibly well. I, well, no, we're going to go to the other things like, mm-hmm. eh. okay, but um, things that I enjoyed, just about everything. For me, this was such a decadent, layered dessert. Like, it was huge. It that's why um, when I see people that are like, oh, I watch it four times, watch it five times, they're like, oh my God, how? <laughs> uh, because it was so much to me for every every nuance. Um, like just, I've seen it two times. Uh, and with that, I'm glad I did just because going with different crowds, there were things that you missed, like because, you know, there's a laugh mm-hmm. that happened um, kind of a thing. But yes, uh, Mark, with what you were saying with like uh, that silence, mm. that silence that happened um, at the end, when you realize that half of the planet is disappearing into dust. And it's not that your memory is wiped with it. It is that whoever, in my case, Black Panther, Black Panther, (laughs) (laughs) and like a Koye, like reaching, Mm. okay, okay, all right, I'm good. Um, Like a Koye reaching for him and then realizing half of the planet just gone. And you remember them. They're still there for you and here, but they're they're gone Mm -hmm. completely. And that had me so shocked, like sitting in my seat, that when I looked around and I saw other people like immediately talking to other people, I'm like, how can you talk right now? <laughs> Half the planet just disappeared. 
Yeah, we, we had a thing in our press screening where, where we saw it, and Marquis and I were sitting next to each other, and I, I noticed her body language and mine. We both like were getting lower, like slouching in <laughs> yeah. our seats, and people started to stand and talk, and we both looked at each other like upset, like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> we're at a funeral, yeah, God like, damn it. It was, and these are, like, these are professionals, so like, I was like, why am I mad at my peers? Like, you should understand the stakes here. And we both just couldn't hang, and it was so impacting. Like, we were talking right before, like, Spider-Man's death, like, yeah. that felt yeah. like Ooh. such, and we know Homecoming Ooh. too. We know these things, yes, but that was all irrelevant in an instant yeah. because he's his last words are "I'm sorry, sir." Mm. Like, and you're mm. like the, the the earnesty of Tom Holland is just on display. Yeah. <laughs> and this was a movie. This was I keep calling it a a movie of third acts. It is a three act third act movie. Mm. This movie only escalates. Like the the first ten minutes of this movie would be most movies third act. Like, this yeah. movie right, opens right. on those stakes, and it just escalates. It is it is a third act continuously. This movie opens with killing Newt off-screen. <laughs> uh, Amy, how did you feel about uh, this in general, and Vanity War? I think, I mean, we can all agree that it was extremely emotional, but it was also something that I think it brought everyone together that maybe didn't really think about watching it together, if that makes sense. So... Some people are like, oh, yeah, I really love Guardians. Some people really love Black Panther, and they weren't necessarily talking about how they liked both of them together. Mm. So now it's like everyone got to just unite and geek out, which was great. And I was with you, yeah. When the movie ended, I was just kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> just And to have a movie do that, I really appreciate it. And to have it also be something that I'm thinking about days and days after, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. wow. I saw it three times. And even the third time, I mean, it was emotionally draining. It's like, <laughs> why am I doing this to myself? But you were still learning things and still piecing things together. And I think that that's something that makes this film so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah, those character interactions are for real. And the, when the Guardians come through and they think that they and both sides think they're working for Thanos, because yeah. why wouldn't they? And you realize it was that thing for me, like when you have a bunch of friends. Classic comic, too. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. Mm. And Classic you have a bunch of friends comic. you assume know each other. Mm. And you're like, oh, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. And like that happens all the time, especially in LA. That was like that in a movie sense. And I was like, wait, Star Lord hasn't met. Oh, these are my friends. <laughs> like, it felt like that. It was amazing. And then you get that epic moment. Where is Gamora? Who is Gamora? <laughs> Why is Gamora? <laughs> Drax killed it. Yeah. So good. The comedy yeah. was next level. Yeah. Invisible Drax. <laughs> yep. And you could tell the, you could tell the other writers had a chance to write their characters. Yeah. You could tell that it was very collaborative. You can tell everyone yeah. had their fingerprints on this in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the comedy and action, everything was was top notch. What were some things we didn't enjoy? Okay. Um, I felt like Wakanda didn't really get its due. <laughs> Kind of a thing, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, that's another reason why I stress to people like, hey, go ahead and spend some time with these characters. Don't just jump into this movie. Um, Go ahead and see Black Panther to be able to get those levels Mm -hmm. um, with it. Uh, And then I felt like that with a number of the other characters. I I thought that you really did get um, Doctor Strange. Definitely. You got him. I think it was nice to revisit that because then you can get him back when he was, uh, he was, you know, he, he wasn't the greatest person on earth. Kind of a kind of a thing to to where he is now, and then get that interaction between him and Tony. But for what kind of stuff? Like there were some questions that people were asking with that, and yes, it is a good question. Where were the war rhinos, for instance? Wouldn't that be kind of the the time where you'd be like, hey, we have outriders coming in? Uh, you know, send the armored mammals. <laughs> let's let's do this. It's a good thing to challenge. Never has to run for re-election because <laughs> this would be why you lose. <laughs> like you did what? You invited who? And 
Oh, yeah, no, I get we got you back because Rapture and whatever and magic, mm-hmm. but the people who died on that battlefield did <laughs> not like, come back. Yeah, they don't come back. No, no. They're, they're pre-snap. Probably. Pre-snap. So. I don't think anybody pre-snap comes back. Right. Yeah. So, which is why I'm very glad that we didn't see an Okoye death on the battlefield because mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, it's good that they saved my riot until the end of the <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's a bad political call to Charlie. No, I get why you do it. <laughs> but it's, it's a hard thing to walk back. Oh, I got a lot of you killed for no good reason. Yeah. I, uh, I opened that gate and I confirmed it and uh, yep. here we are. Hey guys. Yeah, it, sure, is, it like, was just a weird what? move. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Let me, one more time, just make sure. T'Challa 2022. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for you? Is that, is that your main? Oh, uh, no, there's just like a couple of, you know, plot holes and kind of um, offbeat things mm-hmm. for me where it was just like, oh, okay, well, that's that's mainly why I came back to the point of let me rewatch things because maybe this is just hitting mm-hmm. a note for me kind of a thing. So actually me going back and seeing Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 it made me appreciate Iron Man and Infinity War even more mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But um, no, I'd love to hear yeah, some of um, a little bit of, of what, uh, Marquia just mentioned, you know, it's, it's, um, at one point intellectually, I understand the task of so many pieces, so many moving pieces, so many characters that some are, are not going to, you know, have the spotlight uh, on them for very long at all. Um, you know, I, I, I was hoping to see a little more, um, from, from Cap, and oh, and um, you know and, and his crew you know where they've been uh, how how things have have been going you know where where that star go you know just <laughs> just a, a little bit you know but um, but you know we'll we'll see with the Blu-ray uh, I'm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there there's going to be a, a lot of deleted scenes and stuff um, but again you know I I, I get it um, and uh, there was something else there was something else that I was kind of you know, like in in the fight, I love. I'll say this: I love the way that Thanos was introduced. Like we got the threat level right off the top. Like mm-hmm. after we've got a Hulk and everybody, yeah, and then <laughs> he just picks apart the Hulk. Yeah, man. you know, takes takes the, everything that the Hulk's got, and then it's like, okay, chop to the throat. <laughs> now I'm going for that spleen, and now you know, and it's just boom, 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 and Hulk is is out. Um, but this guy with that much power at the end kind of, you know, seemed like, all right, you're not using all of that power. And, mm-hmm. and oh, but, yeah, but yeah. I get, we got, we got to have these fights and, and I would have, I wouldn't have liked it if we only got 30 seconds worth of fight. <laughs> so it's like, you know, intellectually, I know what you've shown me before and I would like to, you know, to, to, I still remember that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I kind of have a little question, but and that's, it's like, that, that was a, a nitpick. You know? <laughs> I had to think about that. <laughs> um, for me, there's, there's, there's something emotionally vacant about this movie for me mm. in, in a couple of different ways. The first way is that this is the story of Thanos. This is Thanos's. He's the protagonist of this story. And for the first 40 minutes of the movie, you're like, okay, well, I get it. I mean, I guess we're going to get a little bit of this thing, and we're going to get Thor for a little bit, and we're going to stop in and check on Cap and, and Vision and, and Scarlet Witch, but we're not in those lives, really. We're not in those stories. We don't know what they want. We know what Thanos wants. Thanos is the hero of this particular story. And there's a disconnect. There's a distance between you and the characters you came to show up for. Like, I wanted to see an Avengers movie. I didn't want to see a Thanos movie. It takes you a while to get on board with, oh, no, this is a Thanos movie, and I get it. And then... 
they never, for me, built the relationship between Peter Quill and Gamora in uh-huh. such a way that I buy why Peter Quill basically discards the universe out of misappropriated anger at mm-hmm. her death. Because as far as Guardians 1 and 2 tell us, they're not like the great loves of all time. It's not Han Solo and Princess Leia. It's like space booty call. <laughs> it's, oh, look, she's really cute. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, probably would be, but she's a little prickly. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. <laughs> it's never like, oh, you're Princess Buttercup, and I'm the Dread Pirate Wesley, and we are Aww. fated forever and all time. Mm-hmm. So for him to suddenly... Like, make the choice to, no, I'll kill you because I swear on my mom, which you're not going to do, but you kind of do, but you do it too late and you ruin everything. And then, we got to be planned. We're going to take down Thanos. And all you got to do is not say anything, Peter. All you got to do is just stand there and be cool. <laughs> and you can't be cool. And because of you, the snap and everybody's dead. It's kind of on you. And if you don't build the, the underpinnings of that relationship, of that great love, of the reason why he's so bereft at that moment, that he can't save the universe. Mm-hmm. Or the galaxy, which he guards, according to his business card, <laughs> then, then then that kind of begins to feel a little hollow for me. Mm-hmm. And so, in the same way that like George Lucas doesn't know how human people work, so he can't really build a romance between Anakin and Padme to the point where we realize that that is the linchpin for Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. If I don't buy that romance, then I don't really buy that turn. If I don't buy the romance between Gamora and Star Lord, then that boneheaded move doesn't quite hit home for me as hard as I want it to. That is an excellent point. You know, that is that is just kind of where, like, I'm like, oh, no, I mean, this is all fun. And we got, a, again, 45 characters to serve, and not everyone's going to get time in the sun. But this is so much about Thanos. It's so much about Gamora. It's so much mm-hmm. about that relationship and why he feels grief over having to kill her, why Peter feels grief over her having died. If I don't buy that particular triangle, then then it doesn't quite support it for me. I'm going to throw something in your corner, though, Mark, because remember, by this point, um, we had Doctor Strange check out 14,600,000 different um, endings Mm -hmm. and only one that we win. He has that information and he does not do anything to stop Peter from doing what he did. So... It kind of has to... Doctor Strange is a little bit of a punk, also. I'm just going to say it. He opens (laughs) all these portals. The movie movie is constantly sort of foreshadowing the, oh, no, what happened? No, that guy put his limb, and then Doctor Strange put a portal and cut his limb off. Hey, all these beasts are coming through this barrier in Wakanda. What happens? They push through the shield. They cut their limbs off. Hey, Doctor Strange, you got a sling ring, right? He's got a gauntlet. What if you just cut his hand off? <laughs> We're doing it all movie. Just do it now. Nah, man. I saw the one way through. Everybody's going to die first before I maybe cut this dude's hand off. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, Thor, you got this big giant axe. What are you going to do? Maybe cut off the gauntlet? No. <laughs> no, I'm going to bury it in his chest because that's what I do because I'm metal. Yeah, I get it, man. But maybe save the world a little bit? Nah. Because <laughs> I know better. So my biggest, flaw, my biggest flaw was was akin to both of these. I missed Cap, and you touched on that. You covered pretty much all my problems with that. was like, mm-hmm. Cap's our guy. He's kind of our, our everyman by the weirdest way possible. Like, he's the most <laughs> grounded. When Hawkeye's not around, Cap is, which right, is a weird... Right. Which is saying a lot about these characters. So I felt I missed Cap in that backstory. Uh, I definitely felt the Gamora presence. Like, with her singing along... In, in the Benatar, which is the new Guardianship, apparently the Benatar, which, which is, is fantastic. Yeah, that's very uh, cute. With her singing along in that, that made me endeared to her. And th- 
then having the Thanos Gamora relationship made me understand their relationship, but I hadn't seen anything since Guardians 2. I understand Peter's impulsive, and that's been very clear, but I haven't seen them be fully in love, so I've got every piece but that piece. I've got mm. all of the, like, there's like a connects missing. You know, I've got the <laughs> arc, but that one thing, so that threw me because. It made me upset at Peter Quill, which wasn't the goal. Like, it made me go, like, this is doing that thing movies do where I have to blame a good guy, and that doesn't feel good mm-hmm. without it being earned. And I guess my only other problem was um, the timing of uh, the reality gym. Uh, the reality gym, they show Drax and uh, and, and Palm get, get slinkied. Mm-hmm. And they show, like, that ability, and then he doesn't use it again. Yeah. So I would have had the reality gym be the last, not the mind gym. I, I get the stakes with Vision, but, like, it just didn't land for me. Like, you can control reality that time. Yeah. Like, it just, it never, it never got back to the point where I felt the stakes were as high as they were in that scene, so that just kind of, and once again, this is the most nitpicky. I love yeah, it. I've seen love this movie this three movie, times. Really. I was looking for problems, which is an amazing thing, mm-hmm. but the reality gem timing plus the cap, like, it, it affected me and the relationship. Okay, and uh, for the chat room, unfortunately, uh, Matt Key could not get away from work, so we don't have his reaction to Doctor Strange, but go ahead and tweet at him, mm-hmm. at Matt Key. Uh, he's over at Geek and Sundry, and just like, uh, be like, hey, Post a reaction video for us or something he's like just, that. He's so just at home wrapped in, in, in a cape. <laughs> magic cloak. Stroking his goatee. All right, yeah. Yeah. I, do, I do have one, too. What do you got? Uh, okay, Aunt Anthony. No problem with it. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was more, mainly on the technical side. Um, the, the film was fantastic. Uh, good overall. Uh, just uh, at the very end, uh, the Hulkbuster scene with Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster scene looked horrid to me. Like, oh, you mean the CGI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that that group wide shot where he's off in like the back right corner, and you just see his head popped out of like the the Hulkbuster suit. Like he has a helmet off. Oh, that that, that looks so bad. To me. <laughs> yeah, it that was, felt like the one thing. Like, listen, guys, did you just see Doctor Strange do the like the eight handed goddess of death thing with the forty eight thousand of these little light blasting things? <laughs> That's kind of great. All right, we got that it. was Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yes. So, so being that this movie was for me an A, being that this movie is, in my opinion, I a think it's the most a. rewatchable Marvel movie because uh, I was talking to you guys before the show. I've seen it three times, and it wasn't until the third time that I got one of my favorite jokes because it's so funny and it's one of those alley oop <laughs> jokes. Yeah. When they talk about Kevin Bacon, there's a throwaway line that Thor says where he's like, "Oh, I haven't been to Earth in a while. Maybe Kevin Bacon's one of the Avengers now." <laughs> this, this movie is so layered in jokes that you miss stuff with your audience, and mm-hmm. it's infinitely rewatchable because the action spectacular comedy spectacular I was nitpicky and finding my negatives and I don't like to land negatives so I would love to hear everyone's favorite action <laughs> moment and Ooh. comedy moment I know what my comedy moment so dive in comedy and action moment because I'm a positive <laughs> fellow and I want to hear oh more positive <laughs> I couldn't contain myself because it was it was so perfect and it was so layered for me because it's like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 meets uh, just all of the Iron Mans up to this point where it was like um <laughs> where Tony Stark asked them be like oh so so what is it what is it that you do then and then Mantis <laughs> and uh, uh you know this is the exact quote from the movie uh and she goes um uh, uh kick names take ass <laughs> and Tony Stark's face and he's like, <laughs> he feels so old <laughs> We can't. This is. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't. It's like that. I just. Oh wow. Yeah. That that was my comedy moment. I couldn't. Uh, second one. I'm just gonna say the second mm. one. 
um, Hulkbuster running through Luik yeah. on the field. <laughs> and then he tripping, falling on his faceplate, and Okoye just yeah. being like, <laughs> that side yeah. eye. I am Okoye's mm. withering stare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comedy moment for you, Ryan? Oh, man. man. I've got two that, that really stand out. Um, but uh, the... I have to pick one because I don't want to. I'm not step on anybody's. Um, if mm-hmm. I have to pick one, maybe the uh, at the end uh, when when Thor and and the crew come to the uh, come to Wakanda and Thor says, uh, you know, this is my friend Tree, <laughs> <laughs> and then Groot introduces himself as, as he does. I am Groot and. I'm Steve Rogers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think that was it for me. That's amazing. It was beautifully earnest. I was, I was here for the Thor stuff. I, I <laughs> primarily because I don't think it's fair that Hemsworth is also funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you shouldn't be the child of an angel and a pirate if you also have a sense of humor and timing. Mm-hmm. So like all of the stuff on on the Benatar with with Thor just made me smile to no end. And 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 the fact that at this point in in our Thor relationship. Which we have one. Um, <laughs> three movies deep, four movies deep with him, six movies deep, however many he's been in. But the, the barnacling of time with Thor, like we're getting to see these moments where, where he is still the sort of the braggadocio, the jock, the, the dude who's full of himself and happy to wade into battle. But as time has gone on, he's been dragging this weight of time with him, of mm-hmm. loss with him, of my brother, my father, my sister, my everything, my world, everything He's lost everything, but that that weird little like line he's balancing between total devastation and black humor mm-hmm. is for me so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you just see a guy who's living it at all times, and like, what am I in the mood for? I'm in the mood to laugh. All right, space rabbit, let's get in this pod. Mm-hmm. And then other times when it's you know I've I've lived for fifteen hundred years and I've vanquished twice as many enemies, and if this is the last one I do, then. I can't ask for much more than that. Like these weird, super black, like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, right, gallows humor. I like gallows humor on Thor. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, th- I think mine is very similar to your uh, Tony Stark incredulous moment. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed, and it's probably my, my Deadpool fan coming out, but I really liked the, the pop culture from the 80s that Star-Lord would know. <laughs> like, when he called Thanos Grimace. And, like, when yeah. he, like I loved that his, his jokes were just dated enough that, like, oh, this guy's from the 80s. Because for me, that was world-building plus jokes that you'd never expect in this movie. So I love the jokes that came out of nowhere. And then, like, the Peter Quill... Uh, a Peter Parker like like pop culture off yeah. that happened by way of their characters because they would the Footloose joke like when he knew Footloose and he was like you're a Footloose yeah like, it just lit up I understood yeah. that reference yeah because like, yeah. it, it, what's amazing to me about those jokes in particular they, they might be the funniest laugh out loud jokes it's that the fact that they build their character while being a funny joke it's mm-hmm. the fact that it explodes like that yeah. moment um, so those should be an action moment uh, the action it was it was uh, the uh, it was Hulkbuster running. <laughs> Your favorite action moment that was, was Hulkbuster. That was, that was Hulkbuster <laughs> running and then planning. It was because like a Koye, Oh my god! I like exploded. <laughs> was, I, my favorite fantastic. action moment I think was after we've lived through so much action. Like I, I like I call it a, a movie of third acts. You don't know where the stakes can get higher. And I was wondering what the inciting incident for the third act would be. And that's my favorite action moment. I love that we've seen and experienced so much that you can't possibly have any more after Dr. Strip everything. We get to the point where we know the Stormbreaker's coming, and I didn't know Groot was going to be involved. Mm. And the swelling of emotion, and yeah. Groot's not been the greatest this movie, so you don't really love him 
as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. And then Groot sacrifices an arm, gives it, and we don't see him take the handle. We see him land with the Bifrost. Everyone then, cheers. Like, yeah. Banner has a moment of, oh, you guys are so screwed. <laughs> and then an actual Norse God of Thunder that has been built up for four movies. Mm-hmm. Even Ragnarok, like, we felt him without the axe be the God of Thunder, but now mm-hmm. is the first time axe plus Thunder God, all of that, and then the spiraling, and then the moment he yells out, bring me Thanos! Yeah. Is yeah. the, like... It felt like a comic was happening in my brain before my eyes, and I could taste it. Like, mm-hmm. that moment was everything for me. The, the only thing I was missing from that moment was, was Immigrant Song. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if you can do, right if you do Mr. Rubber Band <laughs> yeah. to give me Guardians, you could absolutely give me Immigrant Song to give me Thor. <laughs> this is my moment! They have, like, wrestling theme songs. Every time Thor's on, he's like... <laughs> I have no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought, erupted. He yeah. should have yeah. done that. He should yeah. do air guitar. Like, that's what that is. Like, <laughs> 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 lightning, lightning, on lightning. the Stormbreaker. On the Stormbreaker. That's what it is. Stormbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite action moment? Um... I think I think for me it's it's the it's the Okoye Scarlet Witch. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, fight. yes, 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 Natasha fight like that. Nice. I want that movie. I just want That's these three movie. women just absolutely just tearing ass throughout the Marvel <laughs> universe. Why would you not? Like A Force yeah. right there, half A Force. Absolutely, <laughs> throw in some singularity and we're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the idea that they have all been at some point in their superhero career underestimated for who they are, mm-hmm. and together the three of them, never having even been in the same room, absolutely <laughs> fall into. We know what we're doing here. We nice. absolutely understand. I know what you do. I know what you do. Why was she up there the whole time? Because she's awesome. <laughs> Make it like that was so much fun. Yeah. That was so nice. much fun. I love that beat. And it it, it was amazing to see their instincts as characters, uh, knowing to, like, it was like a knowing nod to Okoye (laughs) that she would, like, leverage to that spot. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing them as warriors in a warrior setting, we hadn't seen, yeah. 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 Why was she up there that entire time? (laughs) (laughs) That was great. You did not tell me she could do that. (laughs) Yes. That was amazing. More withering stare from Okoye. Love you, Ryan. Oh, man. For me, the one moment that made me, like, smile the hardest probably lasted, like, two, three seconds and that was um, in the in the, the Battle of Wakanda after the uh, you know the the barriers opened when Cap and T'Challa are running with oh. everybody, and then they just <laughs> they just hit another gear and go. just take off. I mean, it said so much about who they were, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was just like I was like six years old all the time, <laughs> I was smiling so hard at that moment, and uh, I think the mm-hmm. first time. Uh, first time I saw it, I missed the shot of the crowd when you just see Cap <laughs> running through. I don't know how I missed that, but um, but yeah, the second time I saw it, yeah, just Cap is with him. And he's like, you know what, man? I ain't got time for this. Let's just let's just go. Who go gave him it. the strength of the yeah. Black Panther? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that just that little moment um, again just said so much about who those those characters were. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. So we're going to book in this show at the end. We have a lot of questions from you guys. We have some Mary Marvelite stuff about Infinity War. So we will cycle back to Infinity War, but we do want to briefly jump into some news because news did happen this week, regardless of the universe stopping. It carried on (laughs) elsewhere. Uh, I really loved that we all had different, like we could, this could be a six hour show. Like two and a half hour movie, we could dive in for six hours about our favorite moments because it's that good. And we didn't even talk about Red Skull. Skull. We didn't even talk about like Thanos using the time gem to bring back the mind stuff. Or the fact that Beta Ray Bill is referenced by 
by way of hammering, that means we'll probably get them. There's so yeah, much. There's so much. That is the beauty of this movie, is it is a rewatchable piece of perfect enter- near-perfect <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> so we're going to dive into some other stuff. We'll cycle back. Uh, and as always, tweeting is the best way to join us in this conversation. We love, like, this is a thing I can't yes. wait to talk about with everybody. Because this is the next, like, year of my life, or two weeks till Deadpool comes out. Um, so, we are not alone in loving this movie. Mr. Ryan Reynolds himself, speaking of Deadpool, wrote a, a congratulatory slash I've been denied from the Avengers note, which I thought was the most adorable way to congratulate this film. So on brand. He wrote to Mr. Stark, who was like, no, 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 no. Uh, and I just love the the universality of the Marvel comics <laughs> getting this, and he apparently has some heartburn, because there's a lot of tums in there. Mm. So uh, if you guys haven't seen that on Instagram, check it out. Uh, it, it says, from a guy who never knows when to quit, I'm glad you guys never did. Congrats, Avengers. Nice. Yeah. So good. And then the Rock himself who is the only man that might compete with the Avengers uh, and, and did with Rampage. Yeah, we need him in the MCU. And, the, and, so and you know, the DCEU. I want him in every yeah. Black Adam oh, and uh, Sentry, someone in Marvel. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, like every, every, every I like EU. that. Yeah. Every EU. Even yeah. the freak. The Rock could be Uncle Ben. <laughs> Go-go also, reference. Also, nice, Mark. Also, that movie. Shout out to DC, DMV. <laughs> the real DCEU, right? <laughs> oh, nice. So we also have this very short video of The Rock, uh, who is nothing if not old gentleman. We cue that up. For that, I just want to take an opportunity to thank everyone around the world one last time for making Rampage the number one movie in the world two weeks in a row. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful from the bottom of my heart. And like with any great run, it all comes to an end. Because right now, in this moment, on this Friday, right now, I'm getting my ass kicked by the Avengers. It's a hell of an ass kicking. Congratulations, uh, cast, crew, all my buddies. I'm so happy. The movie's doing so well. Uh, Dave Batista, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Karen Gillan, Chris Pratt. Now, the Pratt thing is funny. Because all week long, fans have been buzzing about me and Chris Pratt doing something together. I always listen to what the fans want. I have a vision board in my gym, the Iron Paradise. I wrote our names down. Oh, Rock and Pratt. Rock and Pratt. Listening to the people. It's a law firm. I got an idea. I love that That's The Rock, excellent. one, is always in the gym because he looks like that. So yeah. all his Instagram videos, not only are they inspiring, but he uses that time to also congratulate this moment happening. I also Man. didn't realize how much I wanted a Pratt Rock film until this moment. <laughs> I know, right? And if you guys follow The Rock, which everyone should because you'll be oh, yeah. jacked oh, just my by God. association. Him and Kevin Hart. Uh, just they're fantastic. No, no, but I mean like that picture. Oh, little bit of yeah. Kevin Hart. See the reverse Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart poster with The Rock's head on it? Yes. Oh, so yes. Kevin Hart holding his real child with The Rock's giant head. <laughs> yeah, that bromance is beautiful. But what I noticed was on that very post, Chris Hemsworth himself jumped mm. on there saying like, hey, where's my invite? And I think this may be the very first film deal done on Instagram wow. in history. Wow. Oh, I feel nice. like this is going to turn into a thing. And <laughs> I like is, it. We're in like two years, we like, remember that time The Rock posted you wanted to work with Chris Pratt and then Avengers jumped on? Like, <laughs> this is the world of social media. With the Humpty Dance as Let's, the sound. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm saying, you know, like in a world where at some point Marvel will get Submariner back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Like, if you got it. I need, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> just have to. But now that you said Century, I just want to I just want to see Rock battling like the Void. Right, like, you battling imagine? The, battling the Void. Like the Black so Adam good. is like a, a very similar, like back and forth to Shazam. Yeah. It'd be cool if you played both the Void and Century. Oh, wow. I'm just, I mean, 
Just spitball in universe. Put it out there. Uh, and also happen. in the celebration of Avengers, if you guys don't watch Jimmy Kimmel, they do some amazing <laughs> stuff. They've had all of the <laughs> Avengers on in separate little pieces because there's so many of them. They did some Family Feud. Um, we probably actually know Amanda. We probably don't have time for mean tweets because of the amount yeah. of stuff. But uh, I will tweet this out. It is fantastic. Mean tweets Avengers edition is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great continuation of the saga. <laughs> and we are going to briefly move over to Ant Man and the Wasp to watch that trailer indeed, and then discuss it. We're where were Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh, they they kind of answered in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. So this trailer it, just dropped. But it's a great trailer. Mm. And it is uh, the first time the world has, has had a chance to breathe after Infinity War. So we're going to see what the <laughs> other side of the universe looks like. Where were Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh no! Wait, this isn't this isn't the trailer. This is this isn't the. Aunt Anthony, can we jump on the trailer? Aunt Anthony, this is uh this is the teaser that happened before. Oh, thanks. Awesome. On a regular show, we'd show both, but this is a spoiler. Yeah, but unfortunately, did you see that? There was an Instagram or Twitter or whatever, but it was a from Lucasfilm to Marvel. Yeah. The passing of the lightsaber baton to Iron Man's hand. Very classy. Signed from Kathleen Kennedy. The, mm-hmm. Disney now has nine out of the ten biggest uh, box office because <laughs> the mouse is serious. Like that is yes. an empire Yikes. in that mouse. They are they are literally Thanos, just collecting <laughs> <laughs> collecting records. I need one more for this guy. <laughs> I have the money stone. It's my last one. <laughs> the money stone, green <laughs> and huge. Yeah, it's just it's cubic zirconia. <laughs> so, how long have you been Ant Man again? Oh, feel free to talk no, over it because we kind of have to. <laughs> so, giant man using a car as a scooter, effectively. You got yeah. me with Walton Goggins. Yes. I was so, here anyway. Oh, yep. yeah. Almost every time. <laughs> and we still don't know Walton Goggins' uh, role. No, really. he's just like he's on the poster, and he's just like, "What does he do?" I hope he's just the same guy from Justified. Rolls into San Francisco. Where's Raylan Gillen? I love that Wasp does not play. No. Not playing with her moves. And using Michael Pena in the trailer is the move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the raw face remix. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's cool to see the escalation of the Ant-Man corner of the universe because in the first one it was very much like Paul Rudd Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This to me feels like Ant-Man starring Paul Rudd more so. And the Wasp was so what I wanted the first movie to be. So to have her as the title and in this as much. Yeah. And I love the sprinklings of Michael Pena in there. He's like, yeah, yeah, we robbed you. You remember that? Remember that? <laughs> So what's the name of the, the, the shrinker in white? What's her name? Ghost. 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 So we all know that that's Michelle Pfeiffer, right? No, 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 no. no. no, she's no, no. This is, it's um, Hannah something Corman. Yeah. She's, she's a... Yeah. <laughs> my, my theory is that, of course, that that's, that's her mom. Who's been screwed up by the quantum realm. Nice. <laughs> and showing how much better the Wasp is at everything. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it's a it's a buddy cop, mm-hmm. superhero buddy cop, and it's like cool. Yeah. And the action looks so unique because it's playing with both size and speed and perspective. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much you can do with that character. Hey, what I miss? We were just tiny. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, it takes two with yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. This got a huge smile from me. Goliath. How big did you get? Goliath. <laughs> 21 feet. You? <laughs> 65. Yes. I love that he's always so happy when he gets yeah. this. So <laughs> <bad. Yeah. laughs> 
Paul Rudd is one of the few people that can pull off that. Like, yeah. that and type Sailor of humor Fine. with that character. Like, this, that movie looks like so much fun. I'm actually more excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp than I was for the first Ant-Man, and I was curious about it, but this looks yeah. like they just took all the right pieces from the first one, and then, like, a good sequel just... Yeah. So, giant-sized yeah. it's man. Yeah, I know, it's cool. Um, I, well, I'm was... here for, like, the, the sort of the, the 90s, the early 90s hip-hop being the yeah. Yeah. Right. music. Yeah. Between Don't Call It A Comeback for Deadpool 2 yep. It Takes Two. I'm like, oh yeah, no, nice. this is all for me. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at that like Deadpool salt and pepper flavor first album. <laughs> right, right. Bringing that yeah. in. Like, yeah. We got a Marvel comedy. Well, 90s hip hop's available. <laughs> Some people it. like it. Yeah. DMX is relevant again. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Do we have any more barking rappers we can use? Uh, where's R. Kelly? No, 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 no. Ja Rule? No, no, probably not. Back in the closet, back in the closet, back in the closet. I hope they have some flashback stuff of Lawrence Fishburne as Goliath. Oh, that would be amazing. Just one. Yes. I just need one. And you know what's coming? An actual 90s at Captain Marvel movie. So the music they can put in that is going to be oh, insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Call Quest? I hope, just we, have, I hope uh, we have everything from Tupac to Nirvana. I want to yeah. hear it all, man, because 1991 was a great year for yeah. music. Oh, because course. Captain Marvel mm. smells like teen spirit. Maybe it's in Seattle. I'm not sure. I don't know what's happening. In that grungy 90s movie. Uh, and speaking briefly of Spider-Man, uh, Kevin Feige has debunked the rumor about the Black Cat. Uh, we there was a kind of talk about a casting call that was looking for a foreign female lead. That when everyone kind of assumed it was either Silver Sable or Black Cat, and that might be a crossover. He debunked that, saying that wasn't the case, and that I think I think personally the way they're going to tie in everything is through a Jonah or a side character. And I do think there's going to be someone in Venom that ties everything together. We'll see. Uh, but it's a very exciting time to be a nerd because there's a movie coming out like every month or a show or something that all tie in. It's a beautiful thing. It's a good thing I got Indeed. a job. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest nerd in the world. Yeah, yeah, like, man, I don't have enough money for tickets and there's another one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Infinity War, I have movie pass and you can only use it once. Mm. Infinity War is the first thing I'm like, I'll pay. I'll pay for it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah like I I'm just that. shelling out money, and it's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, I, spe- I spent a hundred dollars going to see Infinity War. Yeah, and I'm not mad. Like it's yeah. crazy. No, literally, I spent a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not not figuratively. I remember the bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. So, I mean, there were twelve movies before that, but I got there. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have uh, the world of television, and yes. in mm-hmm. that world of television, this week was a very big Agents of Shield, and we have a surprise for you, lovelies. You Marvelites mm-hmm. might remember. Mm-hmm. A gentleman by the name of Doom, and he has this for you. Yes, and it's not just a Doom moment. It also ties into Infinity War. Mm. On brand. Hey there. Now let's take this off so you can act. <laughs> hey there, Marvelites. Voice of Doom is here uh, with another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minute. And oh my god. You guys, you've heard me. If you've listened to any Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minute or watched the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after show on After Buzz for any length of time, you've heard me yell about Graviton. They teased it in season one with Dr. Franklin Hall and the Gravitonium and fell in. I've been yelling about it for four seasons. When are we, we going to see Graviton? When are we going to see Graviton? Guys, spoiler alert for last week's episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We got Graviton. We got Graviton in a big way. Uh, if you told me this is how it was going to happen, I would have, like, six episodes ago, I would have said, that's insane. Why? Um, but Talbot, uh, played by Adrian Pastar, has... He stepped into the gravitonium uh, like chamber, turned it on, infused himself with all the gravitonium that was left after uh, Ruby. Now he's out here floating around in Graviton, crushing people with his mind and the force of gravity. It's <laughs> intense. Uh, and next week's looks so insane. They put him in the actual Graviton costume. He looks like a big, he's got a big goatee. He's got a big goatee. <laughs> um, I know I'm out of time, but... Uh, real, 
Uh, as far as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Infinity War go, sp- Infinity War spoiler, spoiler alert, um, there was a quick reference to the movie where they said, do you see all this stuff going into New York, uh, coming out of New York? Uh, uh, I don't really watch the news. So that was a tiny reference to it. Uh, it looks like we're going into space after this, so that may be how we get around showing Infinity War within the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe, but we'll have to wait and see till next week's episode or till the end of the season to see exactly how or if the end of Infinity War is going to play into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a show. I think, if you're, ask, if you're asking my theory, you're going to get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. leading up to Infinity War by the end of the season, since it's all happening very fast, and then... That way we can go into the off-season with the ramifications of the end of the movie uh, and deal with that in the potential season six, which has not been announced but is rumored to be uh, a pickup from ABC uh, when they finally have their upfronts. All right, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go watch the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer for the 80th time. Uh, until then, this has been the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Minute with the voice of you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So thank yeah. you, Doom, and anyone that appreciates Zach Wilson's Doom Minutes slash Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Minutes, please do send him a tweet because we like getting them. And yeah. we're going to stay with TV and watch what I consider... Uh, I love what Cloak & Dagger has done with their marketing campaign. I love that it feels so unique, but also part of a universe we already have. Like this, It kind of does the corner thing like Daredevil did, where it establishes the Netflix universe, but it, but it feels like it's world building, but it feels like its own thing. And I think Cloak & Dagger is going to really surprise people. This show looks incredible to me. Let's play that trailer. Hey, what are you doing here? I need answers. Close your eyes. This is the place where anything is possible. So more power. The Romeo and Juliet vibe, but like actually with superpowers. Like I, I love they're going into it so hard. And the comics, they're so cool because their powers play into each other, and they showed that in the opening frame of the newest trailer. And then plus the way that this uh, tone is established and everything, I really would enjoy a crossover with Runaways. And not just because Ryan's here. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about it before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, it's it's canon that there's, well, everything's basically got a crossover going on. (laughs) It's always come down to the divine pairing. It's always true. And the trailers have done a great job introducing us to not only the characters, but their power sets and making you care at the same time, which is really hard to do in two and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah. And just the angles and the palette that they use, mm-hmm. it gets you there. Can you repeat that last part? And it's heavy. Like, Cloak and Dagger is a dark comic. Like, Cloak and Dagger, you are weighed down by these characters and you feel it. And I really enjoy how they are they're portraying their power set, like with that dagger and then with him disappearing just when someone yeah. was shooting at him. It's like, oh, God. And that one shot of the cloak fully, like the cloak yeah. moment yeah. is beautiful. There's also opportunity for a crossover with Daredevil, given that Daredevil is so much about Catholicism and guilt yeah. and church and Bible and all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, And then just like the tones of it with like when he was running down the alleyway yeah. and it's like he was about to be shot and it's like he got to disappear. It's mm-hmm. like, that's 
strong. Yeah. They even made light dark somehow. Like, <laughs> like the dagger feels dark in her hand. And I, I really am excited for this world they're building. And I, I love that Marvel TV is investing so much in the right actors, the right writers, mm-hmm. the right characters. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like TV was trivialized 10 years ago. And now it's the golden age of TV and Marvel's following suit. They're making really quality TV, uh, including Runaways, which is, I will say again, yeah. one of my favorite Marvel properties. Thank period. you, sir. Uh, so I can't wait for this to grow. I can't wait for season two. I can't wait for all of this. Uh, and that brings us to the Mayor Marvelites, I do believe. Mm. Yes, indeed it does. So uh, we have shout outs to Geo at Geo underscore was underscore here. Um, Laden Clutch at Clutch M. Laden. Mr. J. Silver at Shadows 1192. Aussie Kangar at O Kissed We. Oh, kiss tweeting. Uh, Matt Jersey at the Matt Jersey. Lauren Blue at in- Indigo Blue 171. Albert Ritterama at J.A. Ritterama. True Believer 10 at Agent of Marvel 10. The Little Planet Comics at TLP underscore comics. And we had a series of polls and everything Ooh. that we did. Uh, things like, um, how many times have you gone and see this movie this weekend, Marvelites? <laughs> uh, and for that, uh, if you can make that as big as possible, uh, Aunt Ranthony. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, uh, I I can't read the. Um, Can you tell Amy from there by chance? I can't read which the. One, which one are you looking for? What one? Uh, no, be what emoji? We've, it says uh, what emoji? Yeah, what's that? What's no, the winner? No, it was how many times have you gone and seen this movie? Oh, well, never mind. Uh, yeah, uh, Button said two times. Tanner Han three, and then four times for Mark Hall and. So on and so forth. Jeez, Mark. Yeah, uh, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you, man. Came out like man. yesterday. Right? <laughs> uh, at underscore trippy god was uh, going for the fourth time that night wow. when he answered. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Okay, so what emoji were you after seeing hashtag Avengers Infinity War, um, which was probably the first one that you had up? Okay. 42% of people crying emoji. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, this is one that I tweeted out. Uh, says, so we've been through war, my Infinity War peeps. First off, you okay? <laughs> uh, and I kind of remember the... Yeah, it says 16, yeah, sob, I'm okay. 47% are... No, no, can you do it from the smallest and then up to the biggest? Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Or first, make this bigger for me. <laughs> bi- all right, here you go. <laughs> okay, so 17% was all good. I'm seeing it tonight because they don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> And then sixteen uh, percent was yes, um, I'm g- g- good. And then twenty percent, oh my god, yes, feed me more. <laughs> and then uh, and here's where I was: forty-seven uh, percent just shook. Yeah, that's fair. That Completely shook. <laughs> that's great. And then uh, one last poll that we had up was okay. So Infinity War weekend is over. So for real, how many people you tell spoilers to? How many? And then we had um, 8% or Thanos level. <laughs> Half of everybody they knew. Uh, 2% was like, um, oh, well, prob a lot, my bad. And then you had 14%, a few, but they wanted to know. And then, of course, and this was uh, where I was, is I think that says 79%. Uh, zero, just like Doctor Strange. Yep. That is exactly what he did. Uh, so for, do we have uh, any questions? Yep, we got some, some questions. Uh, I had a couple, uh, would you guys ever consider doing a ranking of the MCU in your show? I know you have to get through all the news, but I think that would be awesome. This week, nigh impossible. Uh, plus I have a thing, I need to see a movie a lot and then give it time because there's that like shock and awe of shiny objects. Anytime you see something new, you're like, best yet! 
Uh, so I want to give it some time to marinate, which is also why they didn't give the Avengers 4 title, which I am still in love with. I'm so glad they're giving us time to digest the death of our childhoods uh, before they tell us what the next thing is. So I, I, next week, maybe, we'll do we'll do a ranking. We'll make that part of the show. We'll go through them all. 19 movies to rank is a whole thing. We're going to take yeah, our time. that's huge. Yeah, and there's a lot of A's, so i got to figure out which A I like more than the other <laughs> A. Uh, and then um, Max Heron asked... Oops, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, maybe because we're almost on time, maybe um, skip to the last one. Uh, sure, I, go ahead. I don't have it. I don't oh, oh. Um, best three MCU films to rewatch and prep. And everybody could like throw their hat in the ring with oh. that one. Oh, well, it's going to be a prep. Yeah, this is from uh, Emily Shuck, at Emily Shuck. Well, you need Civil War, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You need Avengers, first one. You got to introduce the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... Uh, mm. Maybe <laughs> Guardians. I think, I think. Uh, maybe Doctor Doctor Strange or oh, Guardians. Guardians. I think, Guardians. Space, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think you need Guardians. You need you need the whole Thanos threat. You need Gamora. Yeah. You yeah, need yeah. Peter Quill. You need. There's a lot of that. Guardians in this movie, and yeah. space as a as a yeah. setting would feel alien. So I'd say yeah. Guardians. Uh, I don't want to say Winter Soldier just because of Bucky and like the end. So just 18 movies. Yeah. Uh, like argument. Like, <laughs> Listen, like, I mean, Iron Man 3 is I not mean, really, really crucial, yeah. but it's so much fun. But in Thor Dark World. Yeah. <laughs> the ether, which yeah, they it's there. refer to again. I think, I think definitely Thor Ragnarok has to be one just so that you get the impact of having Thanos, you know, and you care for those people yeah. that like just died. Like, I, I feel like that should be one. I would almost watch Ragnarok afterwards. Like, you need a palate cleanser. Yeah. You, need, you need, like, a pick-me-up. Or, or homecoming. <laughs> or homecoming. Watch homecoming so you remember oh, why Spidey dying was so crushing. What? This is so much fun. <laughs> Spider-Man's important to the world, too. Like, I, I'd say ten. There's probably, like, half. You need to watch half before. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, is there any other questions we should go over? Any other uh, moments we want to talk about Infinity War? Uh, yeah, I mean, go ahead with uh, Max's uh, because I just thought ooh, that one might we might have been talking about that one a little. I feel longer. like we all agree there's so much. There's uh, so there much. really is so much. Just watch them all. And uh, Max Heron wants watch to know them all. <laughs> in whatever order you like. Oh my gosh! Uh, Max Heron wants to know if we can start a support group or something. I was describing <laughs> the one scene, you know, the one to my sister and started bawling. What I've enjoyed the most about this movie is seeing the fallout of people leaving the theater. We talked about the silent in the theater yes. but there's this beautiful darkness that washes <laughs> over someone's eyes that's seen it when you ask them what they thought like oh you see Infinity War like oh. there's just this profound moment of it's sorrow yeah. and I've been in the war <laughs> the <laughs> thousand yard stare of just <laughs> emotional destruction yeah because this it's affecting you like Infinity War did what it set out to do and that's saying a lot and uh really did before we wrap do you guys have any more uh, Infinity War moments you want to discuss yeah, before we dive out Amy and Anthony feel free to chime in on this uh, okay, yep, Spidey, at the end. Oh. Mr. Stark. Oh! I'm right there with you. I don't want to oh. go, I don't want to oh. go. Just, just thinking about it, just, it really hurts, but it was so good. I stood yeah. up, yeah, that was possibly my favorite moment of the whole uh, movie, just that part, because it, it, it hit me on such a personal level, and I, I actually, like, felt tears coming on, and I, I think it had the most emotional, like, gravitas throughout the whole film, for, uh, was that uh, scene, for me in particular. Because I'm so, like, I, I love Spider-Man. I grew up with Spider-Man. And seeing him and Tom Holland, just phenomenal actor. And just, like, how he's like, I'm, I, I feel strange. And, like, that, that stuttering in his in his voice and everything was so powerful to mm-hmm. me. It was, it was really beautiful. Yeah. Especially with, when it opens, in, the movie opens, the first time you see Tony Stark, he's talking about wanting a kid. 
Yeah. And all of that is like, I had this dream. It was so real. And you were pregnant. And let's have a family. And let's make a kid. Let's do a thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but you're, you still want to be a hero. You want to mm-hmm. go off and fly and save the galaxy. He's like, no, but maybe we can do both. <laughs> no, Tony Stark, you can do both. And then they worked on a Batman joke, the war joke. <laughs> yeah, I loved the war. I was like, how did they Excellent. get a Batman joke in canon and make yeah. this work? I, I also, I wanted to say that we also never, uh, nothing felt out of character for these characters. No. I right. was really, I really appreciate that they didn't do anything to drive the narrative that didn't feel out of character. The closest thing we had was Quill, but that even wasn't out of character because he's so impulsive. Yeah, he's he's immature like that. Yeah. that. That would be he wouldn't be able to control his emotions. It fits with his character. So I, I love that they were able to have the 30 characters in this all be on brand and even the Doctor Strange moment, which a lot of people are mad at when Doctor Strange sacrificed. I feel like that was just telling of the only scenario yeah. he saw winning was with Iron Man alive. When yeah. he said this is the end game now, to me that just means in Avengers 4, Iron Man has to be alive to get there so he knows that he has to sacrifice himself because he's got to see himself go like what yeah something happens where tony had to be alive Mm -hmm. for that to happen and that is the only way that anything works out it's like something somewhere but what beautiful writing like to have that to sacrifice yourself and to love that character and i I like dr strange more in this than i did in his movie oh yeah yeah he wasn't he wasn't such a you know uh, not the greatest person in the world no (laughs) but he's the only one who could call tony a douchebag and so I kind of love that facial Facial hair hair (laughs) (laughs) when they were like standing side by side I was like god somebody's gotta call it out Spider-Man come on somebody (laughs) so yeah I mean I wouldn't change anything about the movie except maybe a little more Gamora Peter uh, like a scene and and maybe that's in our our 8 hour cut which I hope we get yeah maybe a little bit more fleshing out of Wakanda (laughs) I just want to give mad props to um, Josh Brolin um and and the motion (laughs) capture like all of that uh, emotion Mm-hmm. On Thanos's face, I mean, throughout the movie, mm-hmm. we we got this this villain who I don't even remember him raising his voice, like yeah. really, yeah. you know. But was mm-hmm. just set the tone from the first scene, and I mean, he's just out here playing with people's emotions, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, like yeah. from, so from the end of Ragnarok, all these people make it. They made it. Oh, and here's mm-hmm. Thanos, and yeah. let me just kill them all, basically kill half of them. And, and, you know, with, with, um, Scarlet Witch, um, yeah, you're going to have to, oh, you're going to have to save Vision, um, not save him, uh, you're going to have to kill Vision, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I'm going to make you go through that, and let's just undo it, and I'm going to kill him again. Oh, in front of you. Yeah, 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 just, uh, Peter Quill, I'm going to make you, uh, shoot, uh, Gamora. And bubbles. I'm, I'm wondering if there's yeah. some point later on where we get the Scarlet Witch, the No More Heroes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So I've, I've always wondered if we get no the opposite. Heroes? I've always wondered if she mentions mutants, and that brings mm. us into the fold. She does the anti house, yeah. and then she does the right. end of house. Oh. Yeah. She, she so need, need more here, and then X genes activate all over the planet. <laughs> oh. Something, oh, like real quick. Um, uh, okay, so with uh, Guardians uh, Volume Three, um, mm. and we know that we have Warlock there, so I'm thinking we have to have um, him part of the spirit world already, and somehow gets a hold of the Soul Stone, and that's how he brings back Gamora. And I think she's completely going to be dead for Avengers Four. Mm. Like that's still going to be dead, something yeah. that's. Gonna have well, it, she might as well be because it's like uh, Peter isn't there, so right. I feel like know? Shuri brings us uh, brings us Vision back. I think Shuri can fix Vision enough that he I think she back. has him like you Monochrome. know what? Yeah, just yeah. like uh, I, I think she's got him saved in that like database somehow. Oh, interesting. You know? Because uh, but she fixed. seems like the type that yeah, have she, auto yeah. save. She <laughs> control S's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shuri's always ready with that control S. Undo. 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 
just going through. Yeah. Uh, so we can talk about this forever, and, yeah. and we'll be. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, where can they Indeed. find you guys on the internet so they can find you to talk about it? I am on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Mark Bernardin, M-A-R-C-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-I-N, and, you know, just haunting food courts near you. Ryan? <laughs> 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 oh, I am I'm not at the food court, but uh, <laughs> on Instagram Yo, and, man, uh, Cinnabons. and Twitter. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh, um, that's yeah. the no, double You, you gotta be yeah. on TV though. I don't gotta yeah, be on TV. That's not cool. I want some pancakes so bad right now. I honestly do. Um, Instagram, Twitter at the Ryan Sands. Yeah, uh, and once again, I want to thank uh, Taylor Lambert from Disney for sending us all of this uh, nice. awesome Infinity War swag and these like little mystery <laughs> models. We've <laughs> got a, a trio cool. of Ebony Mons. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, I just did an Avengers RPG with um, Hyper RPG, and that was uh, uh, just a fun time. Anybody can come in, but we're going to do a serious one tonight. So if you want to go to twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG at 6 p.m. tonight, we will be doing our rendition of New Avengers Breakout. So it's basically wow. MCU version of who was in the raft. Great. So uh, for instance, I'm Scarlet Witch. Oh <laughs> yeah. Sans Russian accent because she doesn't have it anymore. So whatever. <laughs> I think she went that way too. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think like that. a month in Scotland just wipes everything clean. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to explore what happens between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. So, enjoy. Miss Amy? You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassander MTZ, also on Geek Bomb stuff. There's a lot of cool things coming out. <laughs> and you can find me uh, at Koyjandro, at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U, here on Heroes, on Twitter, on Instagram, and this movie has affected my life, and I love how much it's affected yours. Thank you so much for talking about it with us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.